My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And welcome to our first ever live podcast recording. Yay, Woo-hoo! that's right. So Woo-hoo! for anyone listening in, we, this was actually a live stream that we did that we decided to try our hand at a live podcast recording to go with our live screening that we did the night before recording this of the new uh, mafia show from Thailand called Kin Porsche. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We are, you know, delving into episode one of Kin Porsche, which is unusual for us because usually when we do these, they're for Korean shows and you get the two episodes. Yeah, you get a little bit yeah. more to talk about. So yeah. now we're just like... Make all of our assumptions Ooh. now. Yeah, They're yeah, we got it. Listen, I don't think any of us have read the novel that it's uh, based on. No. no. So we know as much as anyone else going into this. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Uh, and we have our live audience commentators here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll help the discussion. <laughs> to help the discussion already. Um, we've got Liliana saying, this is very exciting. I feel like I'm behind the scenes. And <laughs> Angela saying, for some reason, I thought the intro was pre-recorded and played for each episode. Nope, it is recorded every, single, every time single time. That is Before how we, we begin. doing this, I guessed it on somebody's podcast. And I thought that too about their intro because it was so identical every single time. Mm. And then they were like, shh. And then they did the intro, and I was like, yeah. "You're like, wait a second, this is what we do too." Oh. Yeah, it was just, it was wild. I was like, "Oh, okay." You can also tell... have it recorded, but yeah, you'll definitely see how much Jesse edits out some of the extra yeah, things we say. Yeah, uh, you, we might be... sound less intelligent than <laughs> you, you'll be getting the whole gamut of un- uncut Nuna today. Uh, yeah. for this live yeah. recording. Uh, <laughs> okay. So speaking of Kin Porsche, uh, Joy wants to say that one of her K-drama friends started watching and was like, where's the next episode? So that's right. Since it is a Thai show, they only do once a week. So they really keep you hanging. Yeah, And I guess yeah. we should warn you all now, we are going to spoil all of the episodes. That's right. So, so if that's not something your, you want to hear before. This is like, your opportunity, if you're listening, to a pause, go watch the episode, which is streaming on ITE. We are not sponsored, though. So. <laughs> so in, in, in case you're curious about like Googling that, it's I-Q-I-Y-I. I, yes, I-Q-I-Y-Y. <laughs> I-Q-I-Y-Y. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we, uh, you know, we all watched it last night. What was everyone's first impressions? Shall we I say? liked it. I yeah, liked it. it was enjoyable. Yeah. Was, mm. Action scenes are amazing. Like they're really tight and nice. I, I enjoyed that. And oh, from a technical aspect, that lighting team. Oh my gosh. It's so good. <laughs> That's Ooh, like one of the still my, my favorite heart. things about it. It was just like mm-hmm. so good. Well, in you in that um BTS, like in the behind the scenes stuff, they were showing a bunch of different things. And at one point they showed that hallway that they had the like motorcycle chase mm-hmm. down. And they were like, This is all a set. We built all of this. And it was 
really like I was impressed because it like the staining on the walls and all this stuff was like God really, really right? yeah. good attention to detail Thanks. that <laughs> you don't always see in you know that's true yes you know some some dramas are a little less attention to detail mm. say, or don't have the money no, they, yeah, they don't have the budget that, they don't right? have that iqi so, yeah. <laughs> IG yeah. budget yeah. Yeah. yeah so we have uh we have some commentators uh well we honestly she went in didn't even know what it was about but she mm. liked what she saw there you nice. go uh lucy says it was worth the wait so far you know yeah yeah <laughs> we'll see uh people are praising the production quality and um Joy Joy loved everything. The action was phenomenal, and she thought it would be dark, but she laughed throughout the whole thing. So That's true. yeah, it was yeah. a lot lighter than I was kind of expecting. Yeah, and but I found like okay, so a lot of times, like especially in Asian dramas, they will um, just suddenly do like a drastic mood swing into yeah. like going from like dark to just like pratfall comedy, and you're like, whoa. Mm. Whip- whiplash this one did not do that this one there was like an actual arc into from you know like serious action sequences to like okay amusing nonsense happening but but they also would marry it sometimes too like Mm -hmm. when porch was getting chased and a gunshot and he was scared but like the way he was reacting it was realistic but it was very funny like i'm not sure i've ever seen that but i mean that's realistic that's what normal people react like his his arms went on a little journey without the rest of his body when that gun went off but it was like a well, tense moment, but at the same time, it was funny. So it didn't feel like totally out of place, in my opinion. No. Or at the, like that first fight scene when he's like, "Hang on a second, I like I gotta pee. Like just, just <laughs> I need a moment." And then the guy, minute. and if they're having a big fight, and he's like, "I said I need a minute." Like, and you're like okay. I, I have to say, so in the scene that we're talking about, he decides to take a break mid fight sequence like pretty much before the fight sequence includes him and to try to pee in an empty bottle because he has been drinking heavily and having unprotected relations with various rich women who pay him uh previously in this scene and so he's just trying to have a pee before he gets into the action and the guy tries to pull him in and he performs the most disrespectful fight move I have ever seen in my life which is when he takes the bottle half full of pee and smashes it over another guy's head and I was like no okay this is this is where we are we are we are here okay cool 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 Mm yeah so uh Liliana has a good point she says I like how they set the story up they went straight into the action but then gave us some good background and Mm -hmm. I agree yeah like it i know that we haven't the background that we got in the first episode was all about porsche's character mm-hmm. and upbringing and just a little a little hint of kin's shenanigans um uh, but uh i i thought it was very well done yeah yeah well like it was obvious where his motivations came from and they didn't really leave you hanging with that very mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. like because yeah. They made it. They made it very clear, like, oh, he's all about making money. And then 
you didn't even have time to wonder why he was all about making money, and they pretty much showed you exactly why. They showed they didn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and why? Because he's got a sweet, kind little brother who's in school, oh. and uh, just. Uh, absolute waste of space uncle yeah Um, Yeah. who's like good but not like you can see that he's like really nice and you can understand why like he's he's not like he's not mean or abusive but very much gambling addict wastes all of the money they need to get out of debt on crypto bullshit and then just keeps on relying on him and not taking into the account that he's been like really trying really hard them not to be beat up by mm-hmm. you know loan sharks yeah. and stuff yeah because like his little brother's so cute i just wanted to say <laughs> so oh. cute i just want to pinch his little cheekies i will say my only <laughs> my only real big casting criticism is wait porsche is supposed to be 24 that that's a 24 year old man <laughs> <laughs> okay you know, sure. Sure. like sometimes some people look a, a little older than they are, but you know, okay. He's had okay. a hard life. That's He's true. Made him a sexy twenty-nine-year-old. <laughs> it ages you. It ages you into sexiness. <laughs> I like the way the opening. Um, told us sort of both of their stories at the same time Mm -hmm. though too like and it went back and forth from like kin meeting the with the mafia guys to porsche working in his bar and it was because it was like leading up to the moment when they would meet and come together Mm -hmm. in this big fight scene but like i liked the way they did that it kept going back Mm -hmm. and forth and you were like oh okay yeah here's this life and now we're back over here and i appreciated how the the camera work cut too because it was like Porsche set down a drink and he was serving it mm-hmm. and then can like something with a gun on the yeah. table too so like yeah. the way it cut was really cool yeah the uh I have to say the the uh the actor they chose to play the Italian mafioso was delightfully unsettling um, he was actually that, yeah that that tongue move that he did in the opening scene there made me very uncomfortable which i think it was supposed to yeah um yeah, it, it was nice that i mean he's italian or whatever and it's not so then when they're speaking english to each other it's not weird that they both have accents because mm-hmm. yeah they're they're not supposed to be english he's not pretending to be an english guy from the states or something yeah it's not that standard (laughs) case the (laughs) k-drama where it's like yes this you know man from the baltic regions the american ceo (laughs) has a finnish accent or something So Joy, Joy does bring up a good point. She says, the beginning transitions, you can see how different their life is, but how similar they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so. That's true. Yeah. I, I really like that it's just like, it's showing that depending on where you come from, where you end up can be vastly different, even if you have the same basic capabilities. Because it's made very clear that both of them, very good at fighting, pretty smart, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attractive. But they charismatic. are charismatic. Yeah, charismatic. Yeah. But they have both ended up in vastly different locations in life. Uh, 
Also, I want to know more about Kim's mom. She sounds like a delight. That line is like, too bad I'm more like my mom. Bam. Yeah. So if anyone is listening and didn't watch and are planning to and just want to know what we're talking about, right at the beginning where Ken, who's the son of a mafia family, is meeting with an Italian mafioso and the mafioso is like complimenting him like, oh, like, you know, you must have learned all of this from your father and all this. And Ken just looks at him and goes, that's funny. They tell me I take after my mom. And we're all just like, yeah, you do, bitch. Yeah, you do. (laughs) She sounds awesome because he's he's a bad dude like mm-hmm. like, like i did know. not see that i mean i figured there was going to be a gunfight scene at that but you never expect to hear yeah i take after my mom and then you pick up a gun and shoot somebody and it, like just <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere right like that is not your typical yeah but like it was good though i love so. it you love to see it because mm-hmm. you know uh the dad seems fine the yeah. you know your typical retired mm-hmm. mafioso just who is so like guests. some grand like words of wisdom all the time and seem yeah. pretty cool and chill <laughs> kind of like you know he has a dark past well, absolutely. You know? like obviously he does because how how else do you end up in this position in life yeah. right hmm. uh now i gotta talk about so ken has a bunch of bodyguards Mm-hmm. What a cast of characters we've uh, <laughs> We've only really been introduced to two bodyguards right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah, but they're gonna be fun. You yeah. can tell already. You're like, one hundred percent. We're gonna get some bodyguard found family shenanigans oh, going yeah, on soon. What, what's <laughs> fun about watching it with Natalia is she comments. She's like, Stewart. No, <laughs> okay, so we love Stewart. Okay, so one of the actors in it is an Australian Thai actor named Stuart Perthnakun, and I am in love with him. Like, <laughs> if you're wondering who he is, he was the one in the gray sweatsuit in the last scene. Um, I am, I just, I have a big old schoolgirl crush on him. I just think he's the best. And he does have his own YouTube channel where basically he just does nonsense, like talk about how much he loves Pokemon and builds toy models and teaches you how to speak Thai and we all love Stuart. We just it it does make it a little bit like until you kind of get more of his character, it's a little difficult to take him seriously because mm. he's like trying to be like stern and I'm a mean <laughs> I'm a mean bodyguard. I can kill you in a second and we're like Okay, settle down, Stuart. It's like, like listen, I, I, I watched you try unusual jelly bean flavors, like, last week. Like, calm down, my boy. But no, we, yes. I, you had me, had me trying to act up. You had me trying to act up. But, uh, yeah, but there was another one. He's got, like, long hair. He was the one who gets, who gets shot in, like, the opening fight sequence. Mm-hmm. And I like him. Oh, his name was Big. His name was like, Big. Yeah. <laughs> but I think his his actual his like Thai name is Book, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, I liked I liked his vibe. I liked his vibe. Yeah, I just I liked how it did really kind of settle mostly into the mafia stuff, like. Yeah. like very early on because I was kind of worried about that 
-hmm. because like we obviously looked at all of the stuff that kind of beforehand like i had watched that first original original trailer from like back back yeah like the, the very company. first one where it was just like everybody was watching on uh twitter and then like saw the kind of progression of stuff so it was kind of like i didn't know if they were going to lean in as hard especially in the first mm -hmm. episode so that was really nice being able to see that yeah. and um kind of allowing it to be a little bit more grittier too because that's yeah. what personally i would like in a drama so I was I was worried about that, but then it gave me that. Even though there are those points of time in the show where it's humorous, mm -hmm. I personally didn't find them. To it wasn't be too like jarring for me. Yeah, and it wasn't out of place humor. Like it, it all felt strangely realistic. Yeah, that like a lot of the times, it was like him with his friends, and then so that like humor would happen, uh, and then like maybe like it's like the scene where he's on, you know, the pier or whatever, like that was humorous, but it just seemed like it was like more like cocky humorous too. Yeah, like yeah. he was that he was just trying to like get them to not shoot him. Like yeah. it was more the intention than like giving a joke. So I really mm -hmm. liked how those kind of transitioned. Mm -hmm. And I think the show allowed those transitions into tone. Yeah. Like they mm -hmm. gave the, the uh, show the time to transition into those. Mm -hmm. And so you got a good pick, but like also, it largely being darker was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cause it like, it, it gives it sort of a more of an air of reality than if it just, you know, vacillates so quickly between like forced grittiness. And then like, it doesn't have like over the top violence when it was, mm -hmm. you know, like it all felt like, yeah, this is what a gunfight might be like. Not like, Ooh, this, these people are doing like crazy flips and you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dodging bullets. Like, no. <laughs> well, yeah, we also got that like set up that like he already knew how to fight. And it wasn't just like he gets into fights at the bar. He actually like was doing yeah. street fighting and like stuff and a then, lot. Then you money. do find out that he was so, also like a martial arts champion. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of a, like, a background. It's not just like he's just. He picked it Suddenly. up on the streets, and you're yeah. like, a lot of that you can't just pick like, on the streets and be that good. Yeah. Like, like that, that was that was a pretty impressive like spin kick. Like I feel like you uh -huh. need a little bit of training. Not because of, like the... rowdy patrons at the bar. Like come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of the bar, my favorite character that we got introduced to was owner? the bartender. The, so... the yeah, fun. I, I don't loved, even know her name. She was I so loved great. Her vibe. I loved her vibe. Her like episode. That's what I want. <laughs> so I did see her in another show recently, but her character was much less likable in that. She played like the evil, over-the-top uh, manager in Paint with Love. Um, she was kind of a clown. In like an ah. evil clown in that. That was more of your traditional pratfall style BL rom com. Uh, so in this one, she's she seems to have like this nice fully flesh. Her name's Yoke. Yeah, okay. I love she her. Is. Her like real name is Sprite. The actress's name is Sprite. That's such a cute name. Horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Lucy says, oh, the injustice of female characters in BL. Yeah, yeah, Lucy, we know. So we're hoping that she continues. 
to be I will I think she's gonna be like the sassy friend and she's going to be like the other person to give like what words of wisdom and stuff yeah shall we place bets how many other females there will be in the cast okay okay, (laughs) listen listen I've seen the cast list. It's slim pickings. <laughs> she may be the Extras. only named female character, and I mean, we just have to accept this. Listen, she had lines so far. I mean, she, did she was cool. She's like older. Yeah. Like she's not like stereotypically the thin, pretty girl. Like I'm more than fine with that being the only one too. Yeah. Honestly, like. Don't give me the supermodel. Give me that kind of character, you know, like a yeah. character with character, you know? Oh, I get it. We're not going to get a lot, but maybe we'll like find one like m- mafia member who <laughs> becomes right? female and she's like a really good like fighter or something. That would be awesome. The, the cinematographer but, is female. So that's oh, cool. the cinematographer and she was great. Female. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, doing the um, cinematography is great in, and the blocking in this is fantastic like some of the shots were just so well done mm. how they put up everybody and just with the bar lighting it just so good mm-hmm. yeah yeah no it's yeah oh oh just that, that first scene where you meet porsche and he's got like the angelic lighting <laughs> coming down over him as he's like hey ladies and you're just like oh, okay okay i see he's like you know fallen angel type mm-hmm. i i, I yeah. see you show i get what you're putting down <laughs> uh also uh his shirts are allergic to buttons oh yes Apparently, very much so every very, single like or at least yeah. his like neck it's just like it's like right, it's like right right below like his his titties yeah. it's like that's where they end that little line right below your pecs where your like abs begin that's where his shirts cease to be able to be buttoned uh no matter what he's wearing <laughs> Um, Which, you, I mean, have a button budget. Ken apparently <laughs> has a similar allergy because many of his shirts were also yeah, yes, yeah. but he often had a jacket over top or something. Yeah, so it's classy, like, oh, like, I don't know. Nazi, he's putting on a beautiful ombre suit or something. Over loved top. it, loved the, it. Oh, that ombre yeah. suit was jacket. <laughs> some of these outfit choices are. Listen, we got all of the faves coming in. You had the un like allergic to buttons shirts. You had the beautiful ombre suits. You had a gray sweatsuit. Mm-hmm. We all know what gray sweatpants do to some women and men. You know, <laughs> uh, just beautiful, beautiful suits. Just beautiful tailored. And ooh, the set design and like the locations mm-hmm. and stuff. These beautiful buildings, like yeah. beautiful sets. I liked uh, again in that in the behind the scenes, he was talking about the one the scene where they're on the boat where he you know gets shot at and does crazy arms that they're they're um, filming it and like a a rainstorm came in so they like rode the boat like farther down the river so that they could like try to save the rain rain and get the shots done before like they got soaked so that's fun. Yeah. That like it was just really cool. That that whole scene on the boat, the fight sequence on the boat, where him and Ken have their first uh, physical interaction with each other, shall we say? Um, that was a vicious fight. Like that was yeah. a very realistic, like gentleman fighter meets street scrapper to his dismay, <laughs> <laughs> and went literally 
for the groin with that. That was that <laughs> was a the jugular. wild fight. And the like, jugular, literally. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a cute little afterwards. You could see his uh, lipstick, his little lip mark on uh, mm -hmm. on Ken's neck where he bit him. He's like, so, yeah, he, he really went for it. Like, uh, yeah, and I, and I really love the like that scene especially because I think that was the perfect example of how this show is like blending serious and humor because he's been kidnapped. And mm -hmm. first he tries to like crack some jokes while he works out how to get out of, you know, his hands tied up. So he's just, you know, telling some jokes. Then he, you know, frees himself because he's a smart street scrapper. And just like, okay, I can, I can fight my way out of this. Like, I know I'm on a boat in the middle of the river, but you know, I, do I think, I, I think I it. can fight, I think I can fight my way out of this. So he then fights the dirtiest fight you've ever seen like mm -mm, he is not a polite in any way and then so he's he's running they shoot at him and he's like Ugh! he does this little <laughs> arm seizure and then they're like you know you have you really have two choices like you can either come work for me or like you know we have the guns here and he's like mm -hmm, you do and then just jumps off the boat into the river and swims away. And, <laughs> and they're all just like, and it's so unexpected, even as like to the viewer watching this, yeah. it is such an unexpected turn of events that the characters who are just dumbfounded at what they just witnessed mirror, like are so realistic because we have an audience are also like, wait, did he, did he just, did he just jump off the boat? And he was like, okay, he just, all right. This is where you we know? are. Okay, I see. And it was just, and it was the perfect blend of, you know, serious and humor mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. just that I think that the writing on this is so far very good. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Yeah. Mm. I know that we um since it's just the first episode, we have not met all of the characters, not even mm. all of the characters that are in the opening credit sequence. We have not yeah. And so it's just like, ooh, like who are they who are they gonna bring out? From the first pre this company, pre Beyond Cloud, I know that I haven't read the novel or anything. I don't think any of us have. No. Mm -hmm. Um he so Ken has two brothers, one who's kind of like a layabout clown, and one who's mysterious and sexy, right? And then there's also like another dude who's like his, you know, rival or something who's into pain play from what I can gather. Like I'm very, you know, I, I only know what the previews have given us and they've mm -hmm. given us wild promises. <laughs> so. <laughs> Lucy says it's giving me hopes. Well, here's the question. So since we have, we all like watched all of the trailers, mm -hmm. do you think what we're getting now with Beyond Cloud is what we would have got, like, even with like the previous companies thing? Absolutely do you think it would be not? Way? Like the, the, okay, so the preview that was made by the first company um, was a very different in tone. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. more along the lines of a more traditional BL, so it was a little campier 
and a little, you know, a little brighter, a little pl more yeah. playful yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then when they start, so then we went through the whole roller coaster of, well, I guess Kim Porsche's canceled. And then Beyond Cloud being like, just kidding. <laughs> we bought it. <laughs> you thought. And then they started putting out like the, the teaser previews that they did, which were these like, like Art Nouveau Noir, like, you know, abstract, dark, gritty student film mm -hmm. feeling like very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like, intriguing like previews that were very like art house style and i was like okay this is wildly different mm -hmm. than the first company's like interpretation and then i started to have like because at first i was like with the original preview um it seemed more like less interesting than what the second company mm -hmm. has been marketing it as. Um, so as Angela here in the chat says, uh, the first preview was very much family against family okay. with Porsche dragged into it. And with the, like when it got bought over and I hear like they brought in a whole new writing team and everything. Um, it seems like they're leaning more heavily into the, like the mafia aspect yeah like the working it. inner workings of mafia yeah sort of like you know and then but also like a, a dramatic love story within the confines of you know the organized crime family mm -hmm. uh and i i like this a lot better because like listen there's there's enough of the same old same old bls they're fun and i love them obviously i watch literally hundreds of them uh <laughs> you know me but like it's nice to see a different story mm -hmm. being told and like yeah you know like older you know we got older characters we've got you know it's not it's not them being like oh am i i've never liked a man before what a yeah what a conflict and this is just like yeah okay we're just too sexy Sexy organized crime dudes doing sexy organized crime. It's it's like my favorite fan fiction, you know. <laughs> uh, as as Joy says, this is for the grown folks. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy says, definitely not to watch with knee high children about. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, and Lucy says, uh, I mean, one, it's not in the engineering department. Like, so, you know, by yeah. not having anyone in the engineering department, we've truly strayed from, you know, the roots of Thai BL to a whole new genre by that alone. What would be really funny, though, is when you start getting to know some of, like, the bodyguard characters of one of them was like, yeah, back when I was in school for engineering. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would actually heartily chortle. At that. Like, that would get a good chuckle out of me because like you know the joke is you know if you're in if you're in thailand and someone says they're they're an engineering you're like oh say no more <laughs> we get it uh but like it's nice to see different sorts of stories and more like you know adult themed stories be put out mm -hmm. because while college and high school stories they're fine and they're fun and we all enjoy that from time to time. Uh, I feel like 
the genre of BL, you know, or, you know, gay, lesbian, whatever, you know, trans, asexual, whatever you want to do, it deserves more than just one type of story. Absolutely. Right. So, um, and I know that there will be some out there that are like, well, yeah, but not this type of story. Like, this is the wrong sort of story. Like, there's no wrong sort of story. If straight couples get to have mafia AUs, you know, they get to be yeah if they get to you know have sexy bdsm organized crime shows so do the gays okay yeah well and yay for marley gray characters or even Mm -hmm. dark care an actual dark character Mm -hmm. like yeah that's great people have depths and just assigning just one kind of depth to someone just because they are the minority doesn't do anything to help anyone it does it does absolutely nothing hurts in, in the long run, even when you proclaim you are a person who is trying for the best for these minorities, you, all you're doing is hurting them when you're if, holding if, them to what you think they should be. If what if what you think that gay people need is to be put in a box that they are not allowed to expand beyond anything that you have deemed a positive quality for queer people to have, you're not doing the service mm-hmm to the queer community that you think you are doing. Yeah, and, like, I mean, like, even also as, like, a a watcher, you're deciding that, like, the watchers who might be a part of that community can't have a varied yeah. experience. They can't have, like, different genres in the things that they watch with, like, their the couples represented on screen. And that's, like, it just yeah. doesn't, like... It hurts everyone. It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to like do something and be like, oh no, they should be in this fluffy romance or like, oh no, it's dark. So they shouldn't be doing that. That's bad. And you're like, no. like, not in a way. way. On, on one hand, I like, I get where I understand where it is coming from. And that mm-hmm. is like the history of, you know, villains being the queer coded characters, like for God's sake, well, yeah. the little mermaid, the villain was clearly a drag queen. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you know, if you look at, you know, like the Lion King, Scar was, you know, was a more effeminate, genteel character, like, which would be a- associated with, you know, gay men and all this. So like, I understand, like, but also completely disagree that it's like, just because in straight, sin- like in straight storytelling, gay people have been shifted onto the villain roles that doesn't actually mean that the way to fix it is to make only like they're only allowed to be good people they should everyone should be allowed to have like a gamut of characters it's like you know when like i think we talked about this before how annoying like the strong female character trope is where it's like since women for so long in cinema have just been you know, eye candy for the male gaze. The answer is to not just make a male character a woman, mm-hmm. and like you know, that's yeah, that's yeah, not the, how it works. You can still have multi-dimensional like character, completely different for a bunch of people, and it's not yeah. just like one way. It's not just like being physically strong or looking strong or mm-hmm. you know being super confident and everything. You can be strong in different ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I saw some. If this wasn't even about Ken Porsche. This is just, you know, if we're if we're on this uh, you know, <laughs> our, queer our cinema <laughs> situation now where someone was getting really upset that, you know, there were, you know, more feminine gay men in in like 
these shows and I'm like, well, yeah, but feminine gay men exist just like masculine gay men exist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, trans gay men exist and, you know, like there's, they, they run the whole gamut of the human experience of which sexuality is, but a small part of. And so we need to allow multiple types of characters and multiple Mm -hmm. types of people to be represented in without, you know, immediately jumping to this is inappropriate or this is fetishization, which is another one that we just just like, okay, so just like came out, right. People were like, Oh, this is going to be just porn. It's just violence and porn. That's all it's going to be. And I mean, the first episode was sexy, but there was no sex. Like, not really. Yeah, well, not, like, not, not know, explicitly. Like, yeah, like, it's yeah. not like, it, it was not porn. Like, it was just a sexy grown-up show. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like, okay. the, like the, the sex that was promised in this, if this was a straight couple, no one would bat an eye. No. No one would say, oh, this is fetishizing heterosexuality. They, they would just say it was sexy. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And as Lucy says, it's only a problem when it's the only type mm-hmm. of thing that you're shown. Yeah. So it's like the fact that these shows are now coming where it's like, we're gonna show like different types of stories is I think is is positive because that means mm-hmm. that you get to have different types of stories that aren't just, you know. Two engineering, st- an engineering student and an architecture student meet in struggling with their sexuality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're like, and okay, the I'm viewers gonna... don't have to like kind of be held into this, you know, like, oh well, I've got to watch another two young kids doing stuff, yeah. like, because that's all my representation is, even though I'm older and I want older, you know, yeah. relationships or to see like older situations and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And or so, sometimes you want boom boom pal mafia stuff. Yeah, yeah sometimes you're yeah. just like, I don't like fluffy romance. Just because like, I'm gay, I don't still want to watch something that's like dark and yeah, you know, action backed and like and this is both worlds, you know. What's sort of funny about this is that I love organized crime stuff, like organized crime movies and stuff. So even if this hadn't been gay. I would have probably still been watching it because it has an interesting premise mm-hmm. <laughs> and interesting characters and good action yeah. sequences. Like, yeah, and yeah. if you had heard through the grapevine, hey, this high qu- high quality produced Thai mafia drama, it's like I'd oh, be like, hell yeah, let's let's yeah. party, you know, <laughs> right? like. <sighs> not what that I'm things- saying that there aren't people out there with less than salacious reasons, like less than upstanding reasons for watching gay cinema. No. Yes. Okay. Sure. Absolutely. Um, but also, also on the other hand, like even for straight watching, like if we all analyze everyone's motives for some people something. are all about wish fulfillment mm-hmm. and some aren't, you know, mm-hmm. that's true. a lot of people have a variety of motives though. When it does come to watching LGBTQ things, there can be people that go after it, you know, for unsavory reasons. As far as to characterize gay people in a bad way, I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. but as far as the um, the amount of people that are actually getting joy out of watching this different genre thing mm-hmm. is probably much much greater than the handful mm-hmm. of people that want to take something like that and then use it as a straw man type of argument yeah. about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like they were going to, listen, they were going to do that anyway. 
Right. They would have found the one criminal out of a million who happened to be gay and like, you know, be like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, see, I, I, <laughs> I told you. And you're just like, yep. no, that stop it. Get help. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I mean, as far as uh, boy love tropes go, one of the things that I like about this story and this genre is that like we got that fight scene and they're very evenly matched like they both can fight they both are strong they're both big and muscular and strong and everything and it's not that typical trope of like the tall one and the small one or the like the masculine one and the more feminine one which Which, listen often get in the boil absolutely but again when that's all you get Mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of guys who are like that does not reflect my relationship at all like you know not not every gay relationship is a has a more feminine one or a tiny one or a you know like it just it's it's nice to just see two guys being you know it's it's like it's like when you when you see like a lesbian couple and some idiot is like well which one use the husband it's like yeah right Neither of us. We're we're, bo- we're both women. Has been a big <laughs> Gotta have his stuff for so long, right? Like the which one of you is the wife? And like lately, more and more of the boy love dramas have been going into like somebody will tease them and they'll be like, neither of us. We're both the husband. Like it's that's wife <laughs> means girl, and we're not. So stop it. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and as Lucy says. Uh, I, I've watched a lot of BL lately where it hasn't been so much as mentioned who is top or bottom and it's good to not care. Exactly. Right. Because how mm-hmm. fucking awkward would it be if you were just out with your, you know, partner and then, you know, even if you're like a straight couple and someone's like, oh, so who is it? Cowboy or cowgirl? Hmm? Yeah, right? And you'd just be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't need to talk about my sex life with you. Like, what is, mm-hmm. like, it's weird. Don't ask that. Don't, don't even wonder. It does not matter. No. Yeah. Like, and, like, your, your personality and your sex preference is not, it's not like a, not remotely related and also preferences are not like one or the other at all right? yeah it doesn't exactly. exist like that i like, know like no like you know i hate i hate to say it, but i think the best discussion about this was actually in um the show my engineer where he's like, oh, like they, this, the one character is like trying to figure, like trying to figure out if he's gonna, you know, like, oh, is he top or like bottom? And then one of the other characters is like, it does it, does it fucking matter? Like, he's like, well, you know, like, you know, the weaker person's always the bottom. And he's like, no, they're not. Like, look at that couple over there. I happen to know for a fact that the little one's at the top. So you don't know shit. Like, maybe <laughs> you should reevaluate whether or not you're getting into this relationship under. A good means, sir, because it doesn't just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. To uh, segue non sequiturally, um, <laughs> who enjoyed the PPL as much as I did? <laughs> that scene with what the, was it? I was trying to figure that it's out. It's like a mint inhaler. inhaler. Yeah. yeah. And it's in everything right now. Like they are, it 
every they're going hard on that like going hard on that thing but like it was just like he stopped and like the turn you had had to like slow motion turn it so that you can see the label like and like freeze (laughs) he was was making a bank uh there there was like a few more slightly more subtle ones like you know it had to zoom Mm -hmm. in on the maserati logo with the three maseratis at the beginning because again a show called Kin Porsche is official sponsor is Maserati. Maserati. I know I've said often, but this is the greatest feat in like <laughs> marketing sales I've ever seen in my life. And then there was a, another one, like some sort of like snack cake of some sort that they ate dramatically right. yeah. in the scene I after. And I was like, oh, I see you, PPL. Yeah, yeah. But oh, that inhaler was. That was just like GMMTV levels of yeah, like just okay because it actually has was on Bad Buddy they had that uh, inhaler too yeah. so it's been making the rounds they've been so, uh, so is the context for this PPL typically like I'm gonna do something tough therefore I need to use this mint inhaler first because that's like, kind of the way it was or like, or like someone's like you know like swooning or something like, it's like uh, for the vapors or whatever like getting out the smell and salt. <laughs> Popular in the general population, but I I don't get too bothered by like obvious product placement mm-hmm. because I'm like, listen, the show like they have to pay to get the show. Yeah. like I get it, I get how those are really know. expensive. I get it. Like th- like look at the quality of the filming on this show. Mm-hmm. They they needed this inhaler money, you know. More yeah. like I give them props if they're able to do PPL that's at least within like the oh, I don't know, income level of the character to where it's yeah. somewhat logical since that this person might be able to afford this thing. Or if it's yeah. like they're a profession, like if they're a chef and you constantly are like, you know, showing like knife brands or like yeah, different right. like stuff. Like yeah. I like when it, you when can they, tell they that they relevant. kind of went like the extra mile. Like they actually like tried to get those specific brands as opposed mm-hmm. to a specific brand coming to them which is what happens a lot and that's what you see sometimes you're like that's weird but they have to put it in because they just came to them and they gave them the money so yeah as uh, Angela down here is saying just need that Oishi drink <laughs> because I'm BL drop like I don't know GMMTV must have like the longest term relationship <laughs> with the iced tea brand Oishi because every show everything every, every just, show just has that subway thing where they just really yeah. love dramas yeah. Yeah. and they're like we'll just keep they're like, we've, had, we've had a very good relationship with the gmm tv company for many years no it's like yeah the su- subway and k-dramas every time i see them go to quiznos i feel so betrayed <laughs> I'm like, no, like, too good too good for subway are we drama like <laughs> i was watching a taiwanese drama and they're like, we need to go for coffee to have like a serious discussion. I was like, cool, I'm gonna get to like see a cafe. No, we go to Subway for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lucy says, uh, I don't know who's seen the drama be melodramatic, but every time I see PPL, I think of her desperately trying to shoehorn some in. I'm yeah. watching it right now, and it's just like she's just she's doing she struggles. the struggles. Oh, she struggles. And she's like, she's going to the director and she's like, listen, this is your job. It's in the contract. Like we, you have to make him. And he's like, 
make them yourself. I don't care. Like my job is done. You already gave me the money. I'm not giving it back kind of thing. And she's like, I need her to eat the chicken. I need him to wear the face mask. I need like, just, I need you to like push the freaking vacuum cleaner. Just do it. Cause I paid yeah. you to do it, to do it. So I feel um, that that sort of has that energy with the inhaler mm -hmm. in Kin Porsche where you're like, Okay, so they're putting a lot of effort into this one scene, so they probably don't have to ever do it again. Like, <laughs> right just, just show it up, be like, look, look, do you see? Look, The best one was in the first episode of Be Melodramatic, which really reminded me of this, because it is, it's like a mafia-like shootout scene, and then, and they haven't eaten the little, like, jello cups yet and it, this is the last scene of the last episode and they have to get it in and like the blood pools and it's like pouring out of the guy's body and the camera pans and it pours around the expertly placed jello cup and, <laughs> and the director's like what the heck and he just loses it what how does that fit in the story she's like i don't know but you didn't make it fit earlier so this is what i did like so kudos to them actually putting it in a relevant <laughs> scene on Kin Porsche. Like he got punched quite a few times in that scene. I feel like smelling smelling salts would be a yeah, yeah. Appro appropriate. I don't actually know like get some wine brands are... or something. Yeah, yeah. They should have gone for a gun manufacturer. Huh? Right? Well, the, the, the official is, like, gun of Kin Porsche. <laughs> you have to I mean, know guns to know the Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you aren't allowed to. Civilians aren't supposed to Probably guns does. in Thailand. Yeah. No. yeah. It'd be hard, like, unless they went into, like, an actual gun show or store and, like, showed the box. So then you actually yeah. saw the logo of it as opposed to just, like, hoping they know what it is. Suits. Suits. Oh, this... Listen, I kind of want to know who like, made that ombre suit because... I feel like I'd look mighty sharp in it. <laughs> Usually I see these fashion choices and I'm like, I would look straight potato in that. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I could wear that sparkly jacket that the, the bar owner was. That, yeah, yeah. Because we have a, her and I have a similar build. So. And I, I agree with Katie where like, if it's something that I actually like makes me want it, that's yeah. good. Like most yeah. of the time, it's like, no, nah, you didn't make me want. Most of the time, if it's if it's so ridiculous, you just laugh at it. But it's like it's like me watching them go on a romantic date in Subway has never once made me want to go to Subway. <laughs> I mean, like, like the times I'm like, yeah, I could go for Subway right now. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I can't like eat anything at Subway because of my food allergies. But still, like, mm -hmm. well, so occasionally some of those coffee shops look yeah. good. The coffee like, or like the Maxim coffee, I'm always like, mm, right, yeah. I <laughs> or I mean, semantic error. We were all like, kind of, I want to try that. Fake coffee brand, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That wasn't even PPL. They lost such a good it opportunity. Should have been because, like, I would have gone and bought some. You're like, oh, I wonder if it's as gross as they're all saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> reverse, <laughs> reverse PPL. <laughs> time saying how bad it was and we're like well now i gotta know let me be the judge of that <laughs> you can't tell me what to do <laughs> oh kin porsche so what do people think is gonna happen what are some predictions like do we have any have any thoughts like mm -hmm. 
how are these two enemies going to become lovers? Do you think the uncle is going to show up like a fair bit? Mm. Or, or like tie back? Like somehow like he yeah. has a back? I feel like we have not seen the end of this uncle. Like I don't think so either. Because they did show him a lot in the trail. Yeah. Uh, I could see him tying back, even if it's just, like, a thing that maybe someone, like, kidnaps them or something, you know, him and the brother, and then mm -hmm. they have to go get them. But I think that's going to be a bigger thing than we've got. I'm, like, really, so really interested to see how they tie in Portia's little brother mm. back into the story. Yeah. Because, um, like... You know, I know things like that, and I've been informed of about his romantic partner in the show. In the original casting, the actor playing the younger brother um, was already kind of coupled up with actor oh. who's playing one of the brothers. So everyone was sort of like, oh, okay, like, hmm. obviously they're going to but now the actor has changed for the brother. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe they go a different direction or maybe they are still going to have some. We don't know. But I'm just, I'm like curious to see how they bring him back in. Cause like, he seems pretty I, outside of it right now, but I, well, assume, I, I could see yeah. it something like, cause he's so, he likes him so much that he's going to go try to find him where he is. He's not mm. just going to like, accept the like, Oh, this is like this really great opportunity for me. He's going to be like, mm, um, I'm going to find you and like show up at the house or something. <laughs> Alternately. Yeah. Um, it could be a thing like, you know, someone, you know, a little bit down the line sees the, the romance between the bodyguard and, you know, mafioso, you know, Ken and Porsche getting together and it's like, okay, I need a way to control the bodyguard yeah. in order to get in. So like, you know, that's always a classic organized yeah. crime it's, situation. It's the is the school thing, like they kept talking about having to pay for the kids tuition and stuff. Is he going into college and that's what they're yeah. right so what if he's like college classmates with like the youngest brother in the mob family or something like maybe the youngest brother is in college or starting college or whatever mm. like i could see that being kind of a maybe they're a in the engineering department i thought the little brother was in music i thought that was the oh yeah 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 thing. I think that's what they engineering club. The, um, <laughs> the youngest brother, I think, in the family is supposed to be into music too. So, mm. I, or arts, into the arts somehow. So that could be it. Like that, they mm. meet, and then that kind of ties some things around mm -hmm. that way. Mm. I'm wondering if they're going to do a a thing like in the last couple episodes where like Porsche finds out that you know, the car accident that killed his parents or whatever was actually caused by... God, I hope not. I always that, hate you that. Know, like, mm -hmm. I always hate that. Just, like, uh, just sometimes people can just be dead. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have to be died. <laughs> you don't always mean lover. some deep <laughs> meaning behind, like, car accidents are very common. Like, I know. No, all I can think about is uh, that uh, the Taiwanese... Uh, George Hu and uh, Annie Chen one where like his dad was the one who like 
I was I was like, oh, no. Oh, the, fam- the family guilt that occurred for I however it. many episodes of that show. It's like, Joy's, no. a, uh, Joy's prediction. Joy, I don't, I don't know if this one's going to happen. <laughs> but uh, Joy's prediction is, I think their moms were best friends. <laughs> they well, were, childhood they were like, um, together during, like, you know, when they were pregnant or something. That would yeah. actually be Long-lost childhood friends is another one. That, I'm tired of it. Not everyone needs to have, like, some faded past. <laughs> like, you can just meet like, people as adults. <laughs> I mean, they could do something like that. His mom had, a, like, a relationship with one of the mafia people or something to yeah. tie it. Like scandal. He's like, listen, uh him and his brother do not look that that much alike. I'm no. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Just putting that out there. <laughs> I personally hope that we get to see a lot more of like the inner workings of the mafia. So yeah. maybe like there is going instead of you know like the classic like um a dress up scene where like you know you like the main character gets like new wardrobe or whatever it's kind of more of like mafia like tied so like you, yeah. like you go through and see like what they do and what their training is and that sort of thing and kind of get the inner works in because i think like with the, about all the that crew i really yeah. want to see their personalities and like i think they're gonna yeah. be fun like side characters so i'm hoping they kind of focus on that especially since porsche was like I'm not going to be your bodyguard unless I can be their boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These two guys. Like, that's going to come I, back and bite him in the I'd body. be pissed. I would be pissed. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, no, I've, I've been, been here forever. I have seniority. Come on. We're working as a bodyguard for it's the like mafia. Classic, and then like, this, this fucking bartender comes in manager and is thing. like, I'm your boss now. I'd be like, this is bullshit. I mean, I if I was years. him, I'd be like, listen, I kicked all your butts. So, like, clearly I have more talent for this than you. So, yeah. <laughs> give me like, the job. Also, in his, in his defense, part of him kicking their butts was him just bailing. So, <laughs> <laughs> being like, eh, fuck it, I'm out of here. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, choose your battles wisely, kids. That's the, the lesson to be learned from his actions in episode one. Oh, my God. I just hope that it keeps sort of like a nice mix of like grit and playfulness that it's, mm-hmm. it's had so far. Because it makes it really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. That hour flew. Yeah, it really good. good. I was like, we're done already? Yeah, I was kind of bummed. (laughs) What I find really funny, though, because like that hour flew and it felt like there were no real superfluous scenes. Um, There's a made for TV 45 minute cut that you can also watch. And I was like, what? I was was tempted because I was like, I kind of want to see like what they cut. cut. But like, I, guess I also don't want to waste my time like... on a four TV cut of an R-rated show. That just feels yeah. like like watching a movie on TVN where they like just have someone dubbing in yeah. like ass instead of worse words. And you're just <laughs> like, oh boy. They probably <laughs> cut out mean. just like mostly all the like fighting and stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say, even like maybe the the street fighting, the um, you know, the fight for money section, mm-hmm. you could maybe cut that out and still have you still know he's can fight and he wants money yeah. so like you yeah. probably cut that out but like then why film it if you're not gonna show it to people <laughs> yeah i don't know i another like so i i enjoy seeing usually i enjoy seeing okay 
I enjoy seeing bad hot takes. I find a little bit of amusement about bad hot takes. And one that came around before that this aired was there had what I can only assume was just like a coding error on the ITE website where it was rated PG-13 mm. for like a day. And people were like, oh, I guess that preview was a lie then. Like, I guess like it's not as, you know, hardcore as they said it was. And then it was just like when I signed in the next day, it was like, it's rated R. I was like. Maybe that was because of the them doing the cut, like the PG-13. Yeah. PG-13 cut was the, the 45-minute TV-appropriate. Yeah. Though, once we get to the saucier episodes, <laughs> it is going to make me curious, like... Yeah. How those episodes would read? Like I don't take that stuff. Yeah, because like I don't, I don't want to tell anyone their business. But like the the teaser previews for this had some 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 bare bahunks on it, <laughs> little some patakas for your perusal. So I'm like, okay, like clearly they've decided to go sexy edgy with mm -hmm. this. Uh, so I feel like if you cut all of that out, like I'm not saying that like the show needs sex for it to work, but it just I don't know, man. If you're like, selling it with sex and then you just don't. What it, I what I found sort of funny yeah. was that so they put out the preview for Ken Porsche, like the one that just that came out before the show. Uh not the original one, the one that came out like a couple weeks ago. And then ITE put out like the ITE preview for it. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if it's like a different. It's exactly the same preview, except <laughs> they cut out the little post foot job scene. So I was like, oh, okay. Okay. That's where ITE drew the line for it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I see. I and see. they really built up like dropping that teaser and stuff too. Mm. I thought it was going to mm -hmm. be a totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did too, and I watched it. I was like, oh, this is this is the same teaser, but without the playful foot job. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, I do suppose, like, if you cut out the saucy stuff, ultimately your plot can move forward. Yeah. It's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, unless the like, mafia during... of things lessens. Listen, it, it all really depends on how much exposition is happening during sex scenes, mm -hmm. right? Like, if, you, if you're being divulged impertinent plot information <laughs> while two people are doing it, like, you're going to have to have another way to deliver this information to the audience <laughs> if you're going to cut it. <laughs> Just, it fades to black with a little, you know, like silent movie. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh. So 14 episodes, 14 weeks. Um, is it we did the VIP on Aishi? Uh yes. Okay. So I let my membership lapse. So that might happen. <laughs> uh, so what I might wind up doing is leaving it till you know closer to the end, and then you know and pay watching, it, and watching it all at once, watch it all in one month. Not like there's not a million other shows on right now that I'm also trying to watch. That's true. So you know, and it's so hard. Like one episode of so hard. I'm watching. Well, yeah, the all one episode. Of, like, yeah. Thai stuff that. <laughs> 
from last year that I meant to watch last year and I never did. And I'm like, oh, now it's all out and I can just watch it. So that's that. No, I, I keep telling myself, oh, Natalia, you're not going to do. You're going to just wait for it. Never do. Never no. do. No, I'm watching like five currently airing shows plus like a billion finished ones. And I'm just like, you just, you just doing this to yourself. Lucy and then says, wait- it's ahead. painful enough waiting for cutie pie. I know, Lucy. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. See, if you really just want to know like the full gamut of what fun gay BL TV can be, you can just watch Cutie Pie and Kim Porsche, which both come out on the same day, uh, and see just the true spectrum. Just the absolute (laughs) spectrum of what you can get. (laughs) We definitely, as a whole, prefer binging when we can. Oh, yeah. 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 But this this is definitely a show that I feel like if you try to wait, Ooh, you're gonna get spoiled some bad. Yeah. Later gonna on, you're gonna spoiled. get spoiled with something. Listen, let me tell you, some some of our compatriots over on Twitter do not know how to tag things properly. And they're gonna and put on a, those episode numbers, and then I'm stop going it to with hit the episode num- and block like, listen, you. And you, you, can, like- you can hashtag the episode numbers, but also just hashtag the title of the show. Step one is hashtag the title of the don't show. Want to have to sit there and input thirty different hashtags to mute. None of like, us do. Stop. None of I, us do. I like an episode hashtag from the perspective of, like, especially if I have left it and now I'm catching up. I like to use the episode hashtag as well as the regular one, but to let people know because sometimes you tweet something and then somebody who's further along comes in and goes, "I know, wasn't it?" And you're like, and you're like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. I figure if I put the episode number, then maybe some people will be a little bit more respectful about the things they like divulge in the replies. But sometimes like, they don't care. They'll just like no. actually like force you into a spoiler and you're like, I'm sorry, what? You actually commented that? Like it's clear I'm not there. Why Listen, would you do that? You, you could have, you could have chosen not to. Just following the hashtag. Yeah, it's like, just like why? some random person. You, you don't go here. Like, listen, if you're, Lucy says, always default to the show title. If mm-hmm. you are out there, choose the show title. You can always add another hashtag that has the yes. episode title. They've given us so many more characters now. I'll I'll even say further. So, like, let's say Ken Porsche in particular. It's an example of there's actually a popular hashtag that's Ken Porsche the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So guess what? If I if I was to like tweet about this, I would actually do Ken Porsche the series and Ken Porsche. Like I would also kind of like helps you into like the people who like the episode numbers things. If that was the case, if I to not get spoiled with anything if i went away with kim porsche i would have to do kim porsche ep one two three four so the 14 of those and then go back and do kim porsche the series ep one one two so 28 then and then this high like and and, and that's praying that's praying that people are doing the ep that because sometimes they just put a number someone doesn't misspell it and then everybody like takes that misspelling because it like auto does it and then you get stuck Yep, yeah, because yep, yep, yep. people notoriously don't spell Porsche correctly. No, already. So, like, I could see oh. people be, being very well-meaning, trying to tag everything, and they've gotten, mm-hmm. you know, a 
spelling the error. Struggle so. is real. <laughs> it's just like these shows, like there are actually things that would spoil something and would yeah. not make it enjoyable to watch. So don't, I don't. Stop it's not like me it's like them. listen it's not like me watching a weekender like i do where it's like okay listen we all know where this is going like there's not gonna be like, some great the mother-in-law is upset like <laughs> yeah like oh no like this weekend the kimchi slap happened we we're all in shock at that twist like no like <sighs> just yeah be, just be polite please <laughs> we beg of you please 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 so from what we're saying i'm I'm going to make a very uh bold assumption not that bold and assume that all of us are gonna keep watching Mm -hmm. this show this is in some way yeah 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 so uh it's gonna be hard to do one episode a week though like maybe maybe wait wait four dramas right now that are one episode a week and i hate it i I hate hate it so much we've been spoiled with the k dramas with the two the two yeah Mm -hmm. and even now like We've been further spoiled with Netflix pre this new airing it weekly thing mm-hmm. that they've decided to do, which I hate, um, where they would just drop the whole series and like, mm. oh, and you can yeah. just enjoy it at your um, leisure. Like, because there are some days I'll be like, yes, I'm going to watch eight episodes in a row and I want that for me. <laughs> and, then, right. and like, you've just, you've chosen that as your day and that mm-hmm. is valid just a wonderful a wonderful like i'm gonna be honest i'm like a big bridgerton hoe and when the newest season district i didn't do anything else that day (laughs) no i was like it's bridgerton day bitch leave me alone like i I, I I haven't yet but like i'm saving it for that like for that day when it's like okay today is nothing that's all i'm not doing anything and there's eight episodes i can just sit and watch the kids have gone off to school and now I am going to become one with the couch. Like that. I literally like woke up, took my phone, turned over, <laughs> opened my phone, opened Netflix, and hit play, and then just stayed there <laughs> until I needed to eat something. <laughs> uh, yes, Katie does make a good point here. Uh, she says, I don't mind the Netflix airing weekly if the show is on air in Korea. Because otherwise, you get spoiled for the entire series. Yeah, We're true. looking at you, Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Well, also, when it's airing on Netflix, it's guaranteed timely subs. We're yeah. looking at you, Bingo. Vicky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, we don't, as much as we love to binge, and we love when Netflix drops all at once, we don't want to go back to those early days when Netflix was doing all the, like, stupid stuff where it was like, one country got to watch it as it aired and three countries were going to get it as soon as it was done and four countries were getting it a week late and and then it was like for the first time six months and then it would drop and you were like when that happened for the first time ever canada like came out on top because they were like canada gets it as it airs and we're like wait what really it was like the u.s was like and the u.s gets it after it's done i was like wait 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 really (laughs) like this is unusual for me uh I think that was happened with um what was it live uh yeah. the police drama and i was like wait yeah. no i want to watch it now <laughs> what are yeah, you doing well, and, yeah. and i was just i was just enjoying my time watching live just like <laughs> <woo. Yeah. laughs> and it's like when when they give you one you're like okay i feel like i have to oh, make no. use of that so yeah oh yeah 
Uh, well, but, yeah, the UK is still waiting. Like, that happens with, I've got a friend who's in Brazil, and, like, so often she'll be like, nope, still hasn't come here yet. And I'm like, it's been mm. out for a year. What are you talking about? Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Not but I, I think ITE just sort of puts... <laughs> here you go. <laughs> here you go. I know that, like, I don't use ITE that often. Um... Mm-hmm. But I've been using it more and more as they've been getting a more uh, variety of mm-hmm. yeah. dramas. Like I had to diversify. There. Yeah, yeah, they had to because of uh, certain legal issues uh, <laughs> in their home country, let's yeah. just say. <laughs> they had to expand uh, their business. <laughs> they had to uh, expand beyond the borders due to making money. Due to yeah. capitalism, they had to... Uh, <laughs> Move, move on out, you know. For, for unforeseen needed capitalism reasons. Yes, yeah, for completely foreseen capitalism reasons. <laughs> <laughs> to not fully just focus on mainland Chinese content. So, womp womp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It'll be fun. I am too. I will the probably... Tone. The tone of it, like I, yeah. I hope the tone continues. And even if there was one episode that's like way darker, I still think that yeah, the I balance think it's gonna, like, that it's even out over time. Because like there, there always has to be in like the terms of like a narrative arc, they've got to take that dark turn at some. Yeah, point, I mean right? like the yeah. stakes are higher at some point. Right now we're yeah. not at super high stakes. <laughs> like fourteen episodes. Can you imagine the shenanigans that they're going to get up to in fourteen episodes? <laughs> I can. Only imagine with anticipation of what they're about to get. Uh, so anyway, that was our dis- that was our live recorded podcast episode for the first time ever on Kin Porsche. We hope uh, you all enjoyed listening to it. You can listen to it here on YouTube where we recorded it, or you can go to basically anywhere else that podcast can be found. And of course, as always, the episode will be up on our website, certifiednunas.com. And if you are here on YouTube, don't forget to, you know, the usual like and subscribe, that sort of thing, you know, as as all them YouTubers say. <laughs> and if you would like to support our podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nunas to become part of the Patreon found family. That and you our- really want to do it this you week. You really do. We because- are releasing a very fun episode where we uh, looked very, at the comments of Ken Porsche and very found, fun episode. found some um, lively discussions we, that we had to comment uh, on. <laughs> we, we found the hottest of hot takes in the comment yes. section and had pretty much the greatest time doing <laughs> essentially a radio play of- <laughs> of um, the hot takes um, <laughs> and Katie here oh, just yeah. said oh no and <laughs> oh, yeah. oh and yes it almost, it almost make, it's the level of we should have we should like do a skit yes, it, like, it, it, was, it was so comedic that I think I was crying yeah. well, next time we it. should each assign there were several users involved <laughs> yeah. in the comments. In uh, fact, anyway, so you, so if you those, want access, those of you, those of you who do support us on Patreon, if you end like 
If you end up liking it that much, we will go back and we will make a little skit. Yeah, thing. we will. Yeah. Listen, we can we'll make it happen. happen. And <laughs> if you like the concept of this, we do a lot of, you know, we do like behind videos that don't end up in the public eye, shall we say. They're called Nunas After Dark. And this is one of the Nunas After Dark. a little Dark like video. spicier, maybe not. Yeah, like a, little, a little more. Uh, all of the internet to like comment on. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we want the people who already like us to listen to this, not. <laughs> Not the people we, we we are enticing to like us, you know. Uh, once you get the full flavor of the Nuna's brand, then you can go into a our spicier takes, as it were. Anyway, so if you want to do that, you can go to patreon.com slash certified Nuna's to become part of the found family. We also have a found family movie night every month, which is super fun. The last one we watched Red Carpet, and I think we all had a blast. Yes, that was great. Yes. So we do that. We have little extras up there and just fun stuff. And we love all of our supporters and we think they're the bomb.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if you want to find us on social media, we are mostly on Twitter and Instagram as the reliable places to find us. And it's always at Certified Nunez, one word. And that's basically our whole spiel, except for one thing where we say at the end of every episode, don't forget, we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So we hope that you wash your hands and wear a mask. And of course, keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Thank you for coming to this live episode recording. We hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.